Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith. I'm here with Todd Wagner. How you doing, Todd? Hello, buddy. Hello, friends. Well, today the question revolves around other faiths. So as a believer, is it okay or should I even read things like the Book of the Quran, Book of Mormon, other religious books? Yeah, I mean, part of the answer to that question is why, right? Um, you know, his word is truth, and when we sanctify it in truth, we want to we know that all Scripture is inspired by God, and it alone is profitable for teaching. But that's not really what you're asking. If you want to look to other places for um, spiritual insight, I would say it's probably not wise because uh, all the spiritual insight we need is here. We just need to be reminded that uh, Solomon, at the end of his life, in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, he said the endless writing of many books, uh, the writing of many books is endless, you know, and excessive devotion to reading them is you know, wearying to the body. So, you know, just be aware, you'll never be able to consume everything that's been written out there, and you'll wear yourself out trying to be an expert on everything. But, that being said, we have lots of great examples. Uh, Paul on Mars Hill in Athens in Acts 17, he quotes from a, a Cretan poet philosopher, uh, Epimenides, and he quotes from uh, a guy from, uh, you know, his homeland of Sicilia, and uh, Eridus, I think is his name, and, and, and references them in trying to engage people that were philosophers themselves, Stoics, Epicureans, whatever they might be, and just said, hey, listen, even some of your own men have said, okay, in him we move and live and have our, our breath. Um, and so it, it's good to have a working knowledge of other people's beliefs and certainly to engage with them, but uh, I don't think you need to be scared of it. Like, if I read that, what's going to happen to me? Okay, so my, my response, this is a fairly short one, Rick, would be that, um, you know, the beginning of wisdom is this. Acquire wisdom, it says in Proverbs 4. And in all your acquiring, get understanding. And so, um, so go ahead and get wisdom. Go ahead and love your friends by being exposed to what they're reading. I, I would tell you, you know, a more helpful thing to do would be to get a working knowledge of other belief systems that are out there. There's a, a simple book I would, I would tell as a first place to start is a guy by the name Fritz Radnauer wrote a book I read in the 80s called uh, So What's the Difference? It might be good to read that. What I will tell you, too, if you're talking specifically about the Koran um, and you're dealing with your Muslim friends, when you read the Koran, you're probably not going to learn Arabic to read it. And so to an earnest Muslim, they're going to reject even your reading of the English translation of the Koran. They'll probably be encouraged, but at the end of the day, when push comes to shove, they're going to say, well, if you don't know Arabic, then you're not really reading the Koran. If you don't read the Koran in Arabic, so uh, just be aware that you're reading it is not going to be the thing and the lever that's going to lead to probably a great transformation. That's going to be a work of the Spirit of God. It's also going to be um, something that probably is going to happen more through relationship, love, and truth-telling. Mm -hmm. But it would be a simple way to love your friend by reading a book that they believe is important and in dialogue with them about it. So let me ask you this. You know, we, we probably both have Mormon friends. When you have a Mormon friend, they, one of the things they always say is, have you ever read our book? And yeah. you go, no. And they go, well, hey, go home, read yeah. the book, pray, and ask God to reveal himself. So let's role play a little bit. What do you say to a friend that says that to you? Yeah, so this Mormon friend, I would just say, hey, what? first of all, you can do that, right? It's same thing we just got through saying. The Book of Mormon, Pearl of Great Price, D&C, Doctors and Covenants, all their books. Uh, it's not going to hurt you to read them, okay? But you're never going to be able to read everything. You, know, you get to the Hindu holy books and uh, on and on and on and on. What I would say is, hey, what part specifically do you want me to read? And, hey, why don't we read this together? I'll read this book Okay, this chapter, and, and, and let's talk about it, and let's compare it and contrast it to what else is out there. I think it'd be 
really behooving to you to understand um, what they believe about the Quran, what the Quran says in an overarching way, more than having to read every single word in it. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, I, we'll put a couple of books in the show notes because I find a lot of people, they just don't know the basics yeah. of other faiths and how important it is to know what they believe and then how we can interject truth into that. Outstanding. So. Yeah, and we actually have a real truth real quick on specifically on the Mormon issue, right? What's the difference between what a Christian believes and what a Mormon believes? And we'll probably pick some of those up for some of the other topics that are here. But you don't need to be concerned that you're going to make God angry. All right. By reading uh, philosophers and poets who maybe don't agree exactly with him. I wouldn't spend the majority of my time there. Uh, probably a great way to end this is just to talk about what Secret Service agents do. They don't give them a bunch of counterfeit bills and encourage them to know how to identify every counterfeit bill. What they do is they make them so familiar with American currency, its feel, its touch, its smell, that uh, the second they see something that's not that, they know it. So I would be an expert on the Word of God and then let that roll off into what you're learning about others. All right, good stuff. We'll see you next week on another episode of Real Truth Real Quick.